Welcome to Seers, Beers, Knowers, and Doers, a podcast about intuition. Do you know what that is? Intuition to me is that inner sense for knowing that something is true, and yet I have no proof. But there's so many definitions, and there's so many ways it can come. I'm looking to bring together and share with you some amazing guests who have some amazing life stories and also some insights into how intuition can come. I'm looking to gather those crows in the trees. I hope you're one of them. I hope that this podcast inspires you to be more connected to your intuition. And I hope that by doing that, we make the world a better place. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. My guest today is a coach, a healer, a gardener, a mother. She also co-authored a book with Pam Nadeau called Desert Rose Return to Grace. And she's somebody with a keen sense of how intuition can lead us to a more joyful life. My guest today is Susan Duquette. Thank you so much for coming today. No, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. We've got some neat things to talk about because just before the podcast, I was getting goosebumps. So <laughs> thank you so much for feeling free to share whatever you wish to today. Great. So tell us a little bit about what the heck you do and who you are. Well, I do energy work. I've been a healer for 20 years. And before that, I taught figure skating for 27 years. So it was a big shift to um, yeah. move from that to energy work but it was a gradual thing so yeah. yeah so I started with therapeutic touch working with that first and I found I was so amazed at what energy can do and and how it will shift people and I even used it on the skaters quite a bit and oh what a gift yeah yeah it was pretty cool and and they would stop crying right away if they fell and the bruise would turn color you know right wow. away and then I proceeded to do Reiki and um, took my courses with that and then ended up teaching Reiki as well. But yeah, with the, uh, we were talking about the sisterhood workshops. And when I started doing those, then I ended up getting a lot of healing methods from ancient Egypt. So incredible. That's where my goosebumps happened. (laughs) It was like, wow. (laughs) But I guess I was actually reading in the manual that we wrote on the workshops. And in it was a little blurb about what I did. And I guess one of my main characteristics, I guess, of the treatment is that I call in guides, my own healing guides. So I do a lot of work with them and also ask the healing guides of the person that I'm working on to come as well. So I guess that would be pretty well my signature is my ability to listen. And like you had said before, sometimes you'll say something and you don't even know why you're saying it. Or you'll say, wow, that's that's pretty cool. So, yeah, so that's I think that's basically the root of what I do is working with the guides. And being the messenger. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, wow. I do use sound a lot uh, with my voice. So a lot of toning, a lot of healing songs that come oh, uh, wow. during the treatments. Oh, neat. Yeah, and also work with crystals. And I have a large crystal bowl that I use in the treatments and and uh, placing the crystals on people and and just started working with sacred geometry as well. So oh, those what's are, sacred geometry? Those are tools that are made with copper. 
So each mm-hmm. tool is infused with uh, a different kind of energy that does different things. Oh, so nice. uh, one of the tools that's in the shape of an onk, you can go over the body and clear all the chakras oh. uh, just by waving that over top of the body. Yeah, And another one is like a rake and it kind of pokes hole in the aura okay. so that the negative energy escapes Can and then yeah oh, okay. so yeah it's very oh, cool very cool yeah well it sounds like there's more than than egyptian healing methods that possibly are integrated into what you do it sounds like you're a bit of a melting pot you yeah listen yeah. to what you need to do next Yeah, I think when I basically when I do a treatment, it's like uh, following the breadcrumbs. So, you know, you start, maybe I'm at the person's feet and then it's like, okay, go here, Mm -hmm. then go there and do this. But I've discovered that what I'm doing is actually listening to the inner healer of the body Mm -hmm. um, that's there. So the person presents themselves and says, I'm ready to heal. And then you just listen to what needs to be done that day. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so how does that listening come about for you? Is it literally auditory or do you feel directed in an active way or um it's more of a feeling for me but i also am very visual so i will actually get a picture in my mind of where to go next Mm -hmm. so they'll show me like shoulders or heart or wherever but there's also a feeling of the energy in a certain place in the body so then i'm directed to go to where that feels right okay yeah Yeah. so So. the treatments basically end up being a dance you know there's there's a sound that goes in and then there's a crystal that goes on and then there's a movement of clearing with the hands and so it just all becomes a a dance oh wow well which is so cool because there's dance in other ways so your 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 figure skating choreography thing has actually landed Yes. I'm full of goosebumps. It has landed <laughs> in this energy work in a neat way, too, yeah. with the music and the the way that you actually perform the treatments. It is. It yeah. is like a dance, and it's yeah. it's almost like a choreographed thing that happens, right? Yeah. But it's all with the guides, and, and a lot of the sisterhood move in to, to assist in certain ways. And I've seen, you know, like people, like guides holding platters of, you know, when you have to remove something mm-hmm. in a psychic surgery or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll come with the platters. You see them walking out. Away. And so there's there's lots that goes on. And, and I think with yeah. time, like over the last 20 years, that I don't necessarily share everything anymore because um, it's not about all of that. It's mm-hmm. just do whatever needs to be done. And mm-hmm. now everything is not so, oh, my wow (laughs) it's more like oh yeah haha yeah yeah you're done (laughs) yeah yeah no I understand the wow scenario because I at first too I was like wow like oh my gosh and 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 now it's like no there's almost a reverence to the process that doesn't need description exactly and Um, and a hum and feeling humble right to be a part of that yeah yeah yeah, there's yeah. so many ways. It's It's been neat because I think I first met you at your yoga dance program yes. with my friend Judy Wade. We both came and and we got to that fifth chakra and psh, 
down the tears came. I'm like, yeah, I knew this was coming. Because <laughs> I lost my dad and there, there was stuff that was stuck there. And, and the song, the movement of the energy up the chakras, the whole like intuitive dance process was not anything I'd ever experienced before. And yet I knew I had to go to your course. And then it was just... It was just like, yeah, yeah, that's going to happen. Look at you go. Like, no problem. Like, yeah. keep going. Let it out. And, and, like, it was like a non-event, which was, in my world, very good. Definitely. <laughs> that it was a non-event. But the process of yoga dance, again, is is so neat that it correlates with your figure skating background. Definitely, yeah. That it's like, okay, we never are given a tool throughout our lives that we don't keep using. Exactly. Which just yeah. changes the Because soup. I believe it's part of who you are, right? Mm-hmm. And I think all of our journeys are about discovering what your gifts are and mm-hmm. how you're going to use them in the world. Mm-hmm. And once you find that, then everything else just falls into place. Isn't know? that the so, truth? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's... Sometimes we've got to get hit over the head. <laughs> like, burnouts <laughs> have to happen or, or we have to be stopped in some way the car accidents the burnouts the the losing the job the whatever has to happen in order for us to wake up enough to hear the whisper or to realize what's important in life it's it's funny but some people don't have to go through the big dramatic thing (laughs) (laughs) be very nice if it could always be that way but some people do have to go through the dramatic thing i've had a few of those but now it's to avoid the drama is the new carrot. Yeah, and the new almost. energies that are here, too. Yeah. You know, like, I think we've learned so much about setting intention of what we want. And, you know, that's one of the things is setting intention that you're going to go through that journey without all the other stuff, mm. you know, the, the negative things that you have to go through. But. Yeah, it's all a journey. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we don't necessarily want it to hurry up. We want to do it in the time that's that's good for us, right? I remember when I first got into this work, I was like, next, oh, what's the next learning? And at one point, I felt the hands almost go on my shoulders and head going almost like, stop, little one. Like, you need to assimilate, you need to process, or you can be the beautiful mind, you know, the one that's, over there not living in reality the same way that I need you to live in reality right you need to stay grounded you need to process everything you've seen to or felt or been through whatever don't hurry up the journey because I was just so excited that oh there's this and then there's this and then there's that and then but to really understand what all those things meant and to to honor it or respect it enough and not just teach it as another learning to add to the toolbox back there right you know like it was yeah my next 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 is now like okay i like these moments of pauses in between to assimilate and yeah. when i was first starting with incorporating a lot of the healing methods it's like the guides would bring everybody would have the same thing like they would bring it all and oh everybody's experiencing this uh-huh. and then everything and then so it's kind of like a learning thing but then after a while it just all kind of mixed up and 
Yeah. Right. But so. it's, they gave you steps almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. here's the first step. Look and see. Here's the second yeah. step. This is what you do with this. And then you, yeah. You know, oh, so. Very neat. Yeah. So, can you share a little bit more about the sisterhood? Because that was the goose, big, full body goosebump. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, it started when I met a lady from Fredericton. She does channeling. And she had written a book, um, and I didn't know at the time I went to see her to have a channeling done. And she, um, she had written Reaching Out. So it's a spiritual guide on your journey, and it's all about intuition. Oh, you know, wow. the whole book is. Okay. So uh, when I went for my channeling with her, uh, my friend was with me, and she went in first, and Pam, the lady that does the channeling, gave me her manuscript to read. So, and it was all about this sisterhood that I started getting goosebumps and crying. And so anyway, I knew that there was something there and I ended up, um, after meeting her and going through the process of writing a book, another book with her. So it's called, um, Desert Rose, A Return to Grace. So the book is a story about this ancient Egyptian sisterhood and they healed women in temples. And it's based on um, an event that happened 5,000 years ago. So basically the book is designed to change history, to Mm. bring in the feminine now. Mm. So, and that's what's basically happening is the feminine energy is coming in. And I'm not saying that the book was the whole thing, right? but it was something that we were sort of- Resonated. um, Yeah, we were kind of called. To do it. And it was like the book was coming out of the computer. Like it was, you know, it was really amazing, the whole journey. But from that, we started the sisterhood workshops and they caused huge shifts in women. And it's all the healing methods that um, they did back then. So in this temple. Well, and there is this rebalancing of the male and female energy going on that you can you can see the empowerment you can see the the call of nature and the shift in the men yes the men are becoming very emotional yes which is good even empowered to be me too Mm -hmm. for a long it's like men weren't allowed to be me too and yet there's just as many abuses against men as there are against women and so yeah it's a leveling of the playing field in so many different ways i think is neat yeah and to be part of that this is cool so the sisterhood workshops that you're doing can you describe a little bit about is it a one time thing is there a series of there's a series there's uh four levels okay and now uh we are i'm doing them in one day Okay. So that way people don't have to commit to a whole weekend. So I, uh, it takes like one day and we go through one, one level. Okay. So there's manuals that go with the workshop and you journal like through the day. The workshops basically help you to recognize emotions and mm-hmm. to methods on how to clear the emotions. So there's there's a CD that goes with it, or or um, a download, I download guess. Download now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, what it does, it, there's meditations on there that have all been recorded that oh, help you to clear. One of them is a dolphin meditation, which is really powerful. So you oh. go swimming with the dolphins, oh. and you release all your negative emotions. And, oh. 
Yeah, it's very fun. More goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, something so. that I think a lot of us would want to do is go swim with the dolphins. Definitely. So. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So. I've just done like level one and two so far, and in the fall I'll be doing level three. So I'm I'm just reinstating them okay. as kind of like how it works in this time. Okay. You know, compared to eight years ago when I did them with Pam. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I suppose lots lots has happened in like yeah, eight it's totally years. different. Yeah, like yeah. now you've got a Facebook group. Yes. Right? Yeah. That people can find you? Or is that an invitation group of people who have gone through this sisterhood? How does your... Well, I just work? started the site just to have a place where people could connect. So it's called Sisterhood Light. Okay. So it's it's not hard to find. There's none other like that. So uh, it just nice. explains a little bit about the workshops. And so I'm still working on it, you know, getting more information in there and, and pictures and stuff like that. Okay. So, Work in progress. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like life. Yes. But another thing with the workshops, too, is it really teaches people about intuition. So um, in the first workshop, you choose the color of your pin, you choose uh, fabric when you come in because there was a linen room in the sisterhood. So uh, we go back and and you actually do a fly-in where you fly back to Egypt and you're there and you arrive in the sisterhood and you feel the energy of that temple and the power of the healing that they had oh and the peace. There's so much peace there. It's just, wow. Yeah. So we spend the day in the temple. In the temple. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's like an active meditation almost. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, but at the end of the second course, you go through all your choices because we work with crystals as well. And you each choice that you do has a meaning in the book. Mm. And then you can compile and it tells you exactly where you are and what you need to do in your life. It's like so cool. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. All right. So it's yeah. almost like a reading of yourself based yes, on the but choices you do that it you make. Yourself, right. Which you believe, right? Right. Because it rings true because it's not somebody telling, telling you. you stuff. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. 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 Very cool. <laughs> I love things like this. I'm excited. Yes, you should be. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I just was like, oh, yeah, I should ask Sue to be on my podcast. And here we are going, <laughs> basically vibrating in our chairs with the excitement of this intuitive gift that you're giving people yeah it's pretty awesome to realign so you see you feel you hear i expect that you probably have been doing it your whole life has there been a time when you were off your off your path not listening to your intuition um well when i was teaching skating it was a whole other thing it was very competitive and very much from the head Mm. You know, you have to do a certain thing, you have to be a certain way, you have to train a certain amount of hours, you know, and and I had like national competitors, so it was really intense. intense, and I had to be very strict, and I had to be a certain person to, to get the the results right Right. so but once I started this I thought you know what this time I'm going to be myself I'm going to be totally who I am and I realized that people liked me a lot better (laughs) you know yeah so uh yeah so I started with the healing work working at forever healthy So I started seeing clients there because I had taken my son to have healing, like he had allergies. Allergies. And um, so they ended up asking me to 
to work there. So I, I started doing treatments and I had like 40 people on the waiting list. Like it was just, it, everything I did with that just took off. Neat. Yeah. yeah. They've been a neat beacon. They've been a neat channel, if you want to say, for a lot of people in this industry. Another in the community. I mean, when I did my kids camp, they were extremely supportive of of that. So like, yeah, they've just been a neat beacon in the community for this type of work. So we've talked briefly ourselves about our connection. And I just think it's something that maybe people will resonate with because I think this is the longest conversation we've actually had and yet I feel like I've known you forever we would see each other in the park and be like hi and it would just be like I was seeing an old friend definitely um yeah I feel that way too it's funny that you can have a connection and it's real very very real likely we were in Egypt together with all the goosebumps (laughs) which is so fun but it's something that I don't think people take enough time to honor sometimes when they've got those connections so I hope we take the time to honor this a little bit more because this has been lovely um, to sit back and and I think you know what you're describing is similar to when you think of somebody like this happens to me all the time now I'll be thinking of somebody and two minutes later they call me Right. I think it's that same thing. Yeah. You know, like you just have a thought about the person and now it's getting even stronger. You know, like the more you pay attention to it, it's like, oh, my God, I was just thinking about you. (laughs) You know, and then they call or a client. I'll be thinking about a client. All of a sudden they'll pop into my head and then they'll call me. Right. You know, so there is something going on on another level. Right. It's that connections that we have that are out there you know well and it's almost like the heavy blanket's been lifted off the netting you know and now all these lines and connections are more apparent maybe in the last four or five years yeah i don't know if you feel that but everybody's now feeling it yeah you know and and they're just saying oh that isn't that a coincidence it's like (laughs) it is a coincidence you're true but there's another layer to that that's that's another reason for this podcast is to like intuition is such a big word and yet a narrow word and it's i want to normalize it but i also want to broaden it because that hearing the person's voice in your head and then having them call some might say that's a psychic hit or an intuitive thing but it's it is and yet it's not how some people would see intuition so mm-hmm. it's a different way of a different way of looking at it, yeah. at it which i think and is- for me like i think the the main thing that my intuition acts in is action so you know i'll have a thought oh maybe i should do this or maybe i should do that but as soon as i move forward or reach my hand out it could be something totally different and but it's always the right thing so Mm. my intuition comes through action Mm. so like i had a perfect example this morning i went to get flowers for the garden and i thought i'm not going to think about what i need at all i'm just going to go around and let my hand go out and choose whatever so when i got home i thought okay like how am i doing here and what i had everything that i needed and sometimes I would pick up, like, the begonia. I was like, I don't really need a begonia. But then when I got home, oh, yeah, the begonia has to go here. So oh. it's like I always, you know, it's just you just do the action, 
and you just get in the flow of it. And then after you realize, oh yeah, that's why I needed to do this at that time. So at the time your head, I find my action is ahead of my head. So it's yeah. it's kind of cool, and then yeah. when you look back, you go, "Oh yeah, the begonia. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that shady part under the tree over there that's bare, and that needs, and that tree likes begonias. And yes, and that's why it needs to be there. So. Oh my gosh! So anyway, I had so much joy when I brought everything out and realized that I had gotten everything. The day before, I was going to take the money that I had and I was going to spend it on. Costco and then I thought no I'm going to keep that money aside so I brought that with me and it was exactly what I had to say. Oh, so yeah so fun. those things are so joyful yeah you know, they're little things but when you pay attention and you listen there's a whole other world out there yeah and like you say like society has this mental illness crisis that's going on which is a place of lacking joy in a simplistic place and yet if you listen if you do the action if you follow the intuition if you get over in this flow the simple joys will just grow in your life so there's a piece of me that's like okay is this crisis because of a disconnection Mm -hmm. or is it because of an overwhelmed soul that doesn't have tools of discernment necessarily on how to protect themselves in the negative side of world but if they connected to their intuition or or to the spirit side of things would they have all the tools they needed to address the things that are troubling them like i don't know that's a whole nother topic i'm sure but like the simple joys it's so true when you're in yeah and i mean the more you have that in your auric field Mm -hmm. the more that joy that's dancing around then you know people just want to do everything for you like i went to after i went to get some peat moss and the guy was standing there waiting to put it in my car wow (laughs) thank you whereas before you're like nobody working here you know Mm -hmm. like i can't get any help and now they're like basically like opening doors and just like it's like okay thank you (laughs) How wonderful. Yeah. Well, cool. Thank you so much for today. Oh, I'm sharing welcome. even the simple stories of the begonia. It's not simple. It's very profound. Yeah. It's uh, pretty cool. Hopefully people get that. <laughs> All right. You're welcome. Until the next time, Sue. I look forward to sharing this with others and hopefully we maybe do it again. Love if you're to. Interested. Okay. Thanks. Great. Thank you so much for giving us your time today. We truly appreciate our guests for sharing their stories and insights about how intuition has impacted their lives. And I'm so grateful for Peter Trainer for his time in giving me this original music. It's now your turn. It's your turn to listen and act on your own intuition and help make the world a better place. Until next time, keep seeing, being, knowing, and doing. If you like this podcast, please share it. If you want to find others like it, go to www.healingvitality.ca or wherever you would find your podcasts. We would love to have you join us on this journey. Come be a crow sitting in the tree. Be part of our community.